Smarty Pants Lance, Smarty Pants Lance, Smarty Pants Lance. Well, uh, hello, pilgrims, and uh, Smarty Pants Lance here uh, asked me to introduce this episode called "It's uh, It Feels Like the First Time, but uh, he didn't tell me what. I imagine it's uh, rather like the first time you mount a horsey. Well, it's something like that, that's for sure. I, I got the inspiration for this episode from the Foreigner song, Feels Like the First Time. The lyrics partly go like this. I would climb any mountain, sail across a stormy sea. That's some effort, huh? If that's what it takes me, baby, to show you how much you mean to me. Oh, isn't that nice? And I guess it's just the woman in you that brings out the Mayan in me. It feels like the first time, like it never did before. Feels like the first time, like we've opened up the door. Well, can you uh, imagine they're writing this? And they're like, oh, all right, we've got to put this on the radio, and we can't just talk about sex straight off, right? They probably won't play it, but... Well, we've got to come out with some kind of analogy. I know, it's a little bit like uh, opening up a door, isn't it? Isn't it? Well, uh, yes, kind of. So I thought I would share my first time. No, I'm not going to name names. And it was so long ago that uh, my 41st anniversary is coming up in just a few days. You see, I was nervous. And I think that People that claim that it's all poetic and it's all rockets and fireworks and the most incredible thing that could ever happen to you in your life, eh, that was not my experience. I hope other people had better experiences, but kind of went along these lines. Late at night, girlfriend's parents' house, parents asleep on the other side of her bedroom wall. And of course, at night when it's late, the slightest sound is amplified. You can hear everything in the house. The slightest creak, the slightest movement, and if you got a squeaky bed, that's not going to help you too much, right? Now, in those days, women's grooming habits are not like they are today in 2022. It could be because the uh, personal uh, appliances or things like that uh, were not available in those days, but in any event, in those days... If you're going to get anywhere near the area of interest, you better be wearing a pith helmet. What's a pith helmet? Well, it's those white helmets that you'd see in like 1930s and 40s jungle movies. We shall press on, and we shall persevere, and we shall surmount our problems in the jungle, and good God, it's King Kong! Though, if I discovered King Kong in there, I would go screaming off into the night. No offense, LGBTQIA++. Or rather, in this particular incident, you may say, Steady there, Reginald. You may accidentally fall into that swampy mess and never find your way back out. I don't know what I'm doing. And I, fortunately, I was with a woman who was uh, older than me and certainly more experienced, meaning that she had experience. I had none at all. I thought I knew what to expect, but eh. All right, so you're, I'm a bundle of nerves, but you're trying to act confident and cool, which uh, the, the fight between trying to act confident and cool and assured while you're nervous all inside just creates more and more nerves. She's like, okay, I'll handle everything for you. All right, that's good. She goes and gets two condoms that she got at the free handout at the university, right? At the, uh, the, 
<laughs> pregnancy prevention clinic. As one might expect, this was not a Catholic university. Now, these are the cheapest possible condoms you can imagine, and who knows how old they were. So first, we're in the dark, and she's trying to open the first package, but it somehow tears and it's no good, so that one gets tossed. The next one, she manages to open, but then the question is, is it an Audi or an Innie? Do you roll it out or do you roll it in? Because uh, you got to be careful about those things. And that gets messed up and she ends up sort of tearing it. It isn't sure, so that gets rid of two. Now, we only have a few left. Eventually, she gets one of them on and it keeps wanting to roll up. So you got to roll it down and roll up and roll it down. <laughs> <laughs> That's not really comfortable when, you know. And then she insists on me having two of them on to make sure that we're doubly assured. Uh, that sounds like a good idea, but when you roll one on top of the other, and these are the old-fashioned kind, they don't exactly come together, as it were, while we're trying to come together. Uh, so we start going at it, and the first condom that's on the outside starts to unroll. Uh, <laughs> the way that it unrolled is it eventually came off, but it didn't come off on the outside. It came off on the inside, and a timeout is now called in order to clear the defensive line. Now, she's got to try to extricate said outer condom, but she can't quite get at it, and she needs some light, so now she's going to go into her bathroom, but yet trying to be quiet. But on the way to the bathroom, she bumps her knee in the corner of a desk and then trips and stubs her toe, and then she's trying to be quiet because it's, you know, ow, 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 we've all stubbed our toes, and this is already, like, uh, setting her way off the mood. Eventually, she comes back, now we got to try to put a second one on, and then she decides we're pretty much out because that's the last one, so we'll just try to go for it as we can. Thing is, though, that as we're rocking and rolling, uh, I'm trying to last. Now, I don't care what guys tell you. When you first start doing this, you're almost lucky that you're wearing a condom to maybe desensitize you because the question is, will you last for three seconds or will you last for 10 seconds? I mean, it, it's not uh, it's not very good. So now we're kind of, it's awkward, and it's late, and the bed starts to kind of creak, and it was one of those beds that had a wicker headboard on it, which was kind of loose, and as the motion happened, the next thing for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. We learn all that in science class. That headboard starts banging as the bed is creaking. And what is it banging against? <laughs> it's banging against the wall that separates her bedroom from her parents' bedroom, which makes me even more freaking nervous and she's not exactly happy with it. Anyway, I was just glad to get it over with. My goodness. And it was no poetry, no fireworks. It was like, all right, all right, can't we just get this thing over and move on? I rather liken it to maybe sailors in World War II that are at Atlantic City and they're going to get shipped out, you know, any moment and they're on shore leave. And it's like, all right, so what we got to do is we got to, uh, you know, get down there and see a, uh, a lady. And uh, in them days, you know, she, she probably had a name like, uh, like Rosie or Laverne or uh, maybe even Lola. But uh, 
you know, and kind of get in, get out, get it over with. And that's what it's like. It's almost like, I don't know, yanking a tooth. You want this tooth to be removed. You've been looking forward to finally getting it out. But, oh, you know what? That's a terrible analogy. (laughs) But uh, I don't think it was very fun for her either. Well, anyway, the first experience was so bad, I thought, you know, kind of feel like a do-over. Eventually, I did get a do-over. But where do you do or dooby-doo that do-over? Because at that age, I had no apartment without roommates right there, uh, no house, no place of my own. Of course, I had the back seat of a car, but that's not very comfortable. Luck shined upon us, or upon me, and it turns out, in the not-too-distant future from then, she was going to house it. Aha! House it! She house-sat a home of a uh, lovely gentleman, who I'm sure at this point has departed. He was a gay gentleman, and he had three little white poodles that he called his clouds. And uh, his bedroom was a little bit like a Roman bath in design. Had um, velvet pictures of leather-clad gents with sunglasses and uh, large, prominent pectoral muscles, their chest muscles. And there were steps that went up to this bed, and there was actually underlighting along the edge of the bed. Plus, there were mirrors about, which kind of helps when you're backing up. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Say no more. I was a little uncomfortable doing it for the second time in a gay man's bed because thoughts of what had been going on in that bed over time uh, were none of my business, but they were still running in my head and I was still trying to hold out. And uh, the second time was an improvement over the first time because I wasn't nervous about other people listening in, except that those three darling little white cloud toy poodles had anxiety and they had separation disorder and they wanted to be on the bed with us. And that is a problemo, because I'm a no-go with dogs on the bed. So if you tried to put them out, what they did was scratch incessantly at the door and claw at the carpet, and we couldn't have that. So we had to stop in the middle of everything and have a discussion as to whether or not the little darlings should go outside in the backyard temporarily, where there was a black-bottomed swimming pool. She was worried that the little darlings would fall into the pool and drown. And I'm like, look, if you're going to make an omelet, you got to break some eggs. Know what I mean? That didn't go over well with her. The operation essentially came to a halt. Ding, ding, ding. Round three. Round three was arranged at my college apartment when I knew that my roommates were going to be gone for the weekend. That was great. And then it was up to me, however, to get the condoms. But I wasn't going to go for some Bush League condom handout, freebies from the health center. I decided I was going to go buy some much better ones myself. Now, in those days, condoms were kept behind the counter where the pharmacist was. They weren't just out for everyone to see like today, which is kind of odd because in those days, the Sudafed was out for everyone to take. Uh, particularly during cold and flu season, and the condoms were hidden in the back behind the pharmacy counter. Today, the Sudafed is now locked up behind the pharmacy counter, and the condoms are out in front. Does that tell you something about society? It tells me something. Now i got to go in and buy these things from behind the counter at a pharmacy. Well, 
that's anxiety producing on its own. I'm thinking about it the night before, and you know, it's well, it's got to be done. The momentum starts to carry me, and I get over there, and I'm hopefully waiting for people to disperse from the counter area so I can go up and kind of discreetly say, I would like to buy some condoms. But my voice is breaking, by the way, because I'm very nervous. So it's like, may I help you? And it's like, uh, yes, sir, I would... <clears throat> I would, yeah, speak up, boy. Uh-huh. Well, I would, I would like to um, buy some. I would like to buy some. <clears throat> I would like to. And, of course, I know he knew what I was going to ask for. And he was amused by this. And he's like, are you looking to buy some condoms? Condoms? Hey, he's looking to buy some condoms. This kid right here is looking, are you 18? Let me see some ID. Now, he didn't broadcast it like that. But it sure the hell felt like it. Then he says... What kind? I didn't know there was going to be a quiz. I didn't know there was going to be a test. What kind? I didn't know there were kinds. Quickly, I thought, well, well, sir, what, <clears throat> what do you recommend? And uh, anyway, he picks them. I bought them and I got out of there like I just robbed a bank with my heart pounding. Everything is set. The roommates are gone. I've cleaned up the place because these roommates could be very sloppy. I got some candles. I'm setting the mood. I'm trying to figure out, you know, uh, what record to put on because we had, you know, record players in those days, vinyl as they call it. But, oh no! What? What? God's monthly gift arrived at that moment and she was feeling none too good. Whistle blown, delay of game. And I'm like, for how long? And she's like, oh, I'll be fine again in a week. A week? Do you know what waiting a week is like at that age when you had been anticipating? That seems like it's an insurmountable problem. I thought we were going to do business. <laughs> Nasty, horny um, business. And now you're telling me I've got to wait another week? Ah, uh, well, sir, it's the Red's hand, no doubt about it. What do you suggest? We stand here shedding tears, or shall we go to Istanbul? Well, by the way, I was just funnin' with you. I knew what you were talking about from the start, but sometimes, uh, ladies will, uh, use the excuse of, uh, having something happen when they rode a horsey, but... That's a whole other episode, if you know what I mean there, pilgrim. Wah-ha-ha-ha-ha.